Hello there. Welcome to the 37th episode of the Clarity for the Real podcast, where we discuss diverse topics, mostly from a Christian perspective, but we blend other philosophical quotes and solutions to better your life experiences. In episode 37, this will be the fifth episode of My Pain in Ministry and Pastoring. And in this episode, we will discuss five signs of bad leadership. Five signs of bad leadership. And the scripture that will come from is two places, in, in two places. So the first um, scripture will be Proverbs chapter number 16 and verses number 12. That is Proverbs chapter number 16 and verses number 12. Reading from the New Jerusalem version, the Bible says it is an abomination for kings to do wrong, but the throne is established by righteousness. Okay, Uh, keep that in mind. And the second scripture will come from Matthew chapter number 20, and it'll be from verses 26. The Bible says, It shall not be this way among you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you should be your servant. And this is uh, an Aramaic English um, Syriac translation of the Bible. Okay. So, um, also before I start, make sure you pick up uh, Roderick Richardson's book, uh, The Pain of Pastoring. This is a really good book. Uh, I'm just about to the end of the book, but he really talks about a lot of pain that ministry uh, leaders go through. And the book is for everybody. It's for ministers. It's for um you know, uh, leaders, parishioners, this book is really, really good, and it is very, very helpful to understand not only what they go through, but a lot of these things were um, problems with people that ministered even in the Bible times. So, I would suggest, you know, picking up this uh, book, uh, going on Amazon and, and ordering the book because this book is really good. So it's The Pain of Pastoring by Roderick Richardson. All right, so uh, let's get into it. So, bad leadership. Uh, so, I'm talking about obviously my pain in ministry and pastoring. And I have been to churches where there's bad leadership. And unfortunately, uh, this exists. This exists. And you have some ministers that, and, you know, church leaders, and, or it can be even at your business, uh, different people in management or whatever. And you have to deal with their uh, lack of leadership. And, Sometimes, you know, it can be very frustrating to deal with these things. Um, It can be very frustrating 
and um, it can really be kind of demoralizing, especially if you're the type of individual that um, I would say that just looks for, you know, leadership to help you to improve in a lot of areas. And so I think that's a very important piece when it comes to developing, you know, you want to look for good leadership to really help you. And then obviously you don't want to stay the follower. At some point, each and every one of us have to grow to be leaders in our own lives and how we lead other people. We don't want to stay followers, even in the kingdom of God. And I noticed this a lot with a lot of people that sit in the pew. And if you're that person, I'm going to tell you, God has an expectation for you to grow. No ifs, ands, and buts about it. Don't always depend on no pastor. Don't always depend on no elder. Don't always depend on nobody in uh, a, a leadership position at a church. We don't do that at our job. We... Uh, get into jobs and we uh, may assume a lesser role but at some point we all want to grow to a role of leadership and I don't see why the kingdom of God should be any different and it's too many you know people sometimes that look to other people for leadership and they're not doing those things themselves and I have to say that, you know, I don't mean to be harsh, but sometimes I see this a lot like in the churches where you have people that just sit in the pew and they look to their minister for everything. And you just can't do that. I mean, life, obviously, as you know, doesn't work that way. But, you know, there's just a lot of, um, you know, there's some, I mean, not a lot of, but there are some, you know, bad leaders even within the church environment and even, you know, like we said, in the work environment or organization environment, they're just bad leaders. And so today I want to give you five characteristics and signs of bad leadership. So this is kind of the anatomy of what, well, not really anatomy because we're not talking about the body, but we're talking about the makeup of what bad leadership entails. So, uh, sign number one and characteristic number one, using their leadership as a means of control. Okay? I want to repeat that. Using their leadership as a means of control. Now, you have some leaders that all they want to do with that authority is control people because they've been given a uh, badge of authority they basically try to run people and instead of um, using their influence to be of help to everyone else now we're not saying that at some point you can't direct and you you can't you know t- you know give people instruction that's not what I'm saying but some people you uh, some leaders use their uh, ability to 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 delegate as a means of just getting what they want 
okay? And it's not necessarily about helping someone else. So, when you see this type of leadership within a church, you know, as I would say, you know, be wary. You may have to uh, move on and go to another congregation. Or if you see this in, in a job, you know, you may have to find another job or find somewhere else that you uh, can get better leadership because just somebody that wants to control you and not help grow you is not good leadership. It's not good leadership at all. And so, um, yeah, so that that is just the first sign or characteristic of bad leadership. If they want to control you, then instead of growing you and helping you, it's time to move on. Uh, the second sign and characteristic of bad leadership, they don't deal with problems di- directly. They allow them to linger. Okay? Any leader that allows certain problems to just linger and they don't take effective action against it is a bad leader. It's a bad leader. And, I mean, that's what leaders are supposed to do. They're supposed to be able to handle situations as they come up because if they don't, uh, the demoralization goes down. It pyramids down to everyone else. And we've had churches like this where they didn't handle things scripturally and any little sin based upon who they were, they just covered it up. And, and it causes so much hurt and pain within the rest of the body, especially those that were affected. And you even have people, uh, your, uh, I'm sorry, leaders in jobs that, you know, that do this. You know, they, they're supposed to do a certain thing and they just let the problem just linger. So much so that they don't do anything about whatever the problem is and it causes the the staff to be demoralized it causes um like a sense of apathy almost as if they're uh the people at work are not even heard so if you deal with leadership that doesn't deal with things directly and they allow it to linger it's bad leadership it's just it's bad leadership uh third sign and characteristic of bad leadership is the leaders are always absent from the place that they are leading. Okay? They're never present. And this is not good leadership because leaders have to be in the environment that they're trying to lead in. If there's absenteeism, that means that their interest lies somewhere else. So, it's important that when we uh, choose leaders, you have to really look at, are they really there or are they gone all the time? If they're gone all the time, then that's a a sign of bad leadership because, I mean, it goes back to the second uh, point. 
if there are problems that come up within the certain uh, place that you're in, organization, church, job, how are they going to solve it if they're never there? How are they going to? How are they going to rectify the situation if they're never there? So, in order to find quality leaders, you have to find people that are there, that want to be there, and that they're there all the time. Now, I'm not saying that they can't be absent. Sometimes they can be. Life happens. But if they're never there and they're never around, how can they be a leader? You know, it makes no sense. So, the fourth sign and characteristic of bad leadership is that they're not willing to do the work themselves. So, in other words, they're not practicing what they are preaching. Okay, and this is one of the reasons why I love the show like Undercover Boss, because what happens on that show is you have the CEOs and they pretty much, uh, you know, go down to their different respective businesses, you know, even though they're in their top penthouse, you know, of an office, they come down to their levels of business and they see okay my my employees are having a problem here okay so i need to fix this or uh my uh sales rep is having this problem you start to see you put yourself in other people's shoes and you start to see where your leadership may not be effective in a certain area and when leaders are not willing to do that or they're not practicing what they're preaching, you know, they're not really a real leader. You know, they're, they're just somebody that's occupied a space and giving out directives, but they're not understanding how those things really impact the community that they are called to lead in or the business that they're, they're called to to be over you know so it when they do these things it really forces them to look through a different lens and like I said that's why I love that undercover boss show because it's very good at pointing that out and so any church leader that's not willing to do the work themselves or they're not practicing what they're preaching it's just a hypocrite and we see where Jesus called the Pharisees hypocrites why because they they talked about all these things about god but they weren't willing to do them themselves so anytime you see that that's a sign of bad leadership and then the last sign and characteristic of bad leadership this should really be obvious and that's why i saved this one for last There is no love and truth behind their actions and teaching. Notice I said love and truth, okay? It's important to put those things together. Uh, In the book, The uh, Twelve Ordinary Men by John MacArthur, he points this out really well. 
uh, that book is obviously about the apostles, uh, the 12 apostles that Jesus appointed. But what he said was, love without truth is a fantasy. And he said, truth without love is brutality. So, basically, you know, leaders have to care about the people that they lead. That's why you're, they're in place. You have to care and love the people that you lead, lead and love doing those things. And you have to mix that with the truth. Okay? The truth helps us to see clearly as a church, as an organization, who we are. And if that dynamic is not there, if there's basically this lie that is coming on, you know, or this lie that is, uh, you know, radiant in this particular business or church, you know, at the end of the day, it's a waste of time if, 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 if everything is a lie. It's just like living a lie. Living a lie is a wasted life. And so, always have love and truth at the center of everything that you do. Okay? And that's why when we, even when we seek counsel, we need to find people that love us and tell the truth. Not people that just tell harsh truths. Because then it can cause this feeling of apathy and you're beating yourself up so much that you don't have any encouragement. And you don't want somebody with untamed love either. Okay? So those are my five signs and and characteristics of bad leadership. Um, I hope this podcast was helpful. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll come back with the last episode in this series of My Pain in Ministry and Pastoring. Um, Like I said, get the book, The Pain of Pastoring by Roger Richardson. It's really, really good. Uh, And then after this series, we'll start our addiction series. So thanks for listening uh, to this podcast and have a good day.